Shalom Aleichem, on behalf of Teach 613, we welcome you to take 10 for Talmud. Babakama Nun Gimel, Babakama 53a, pagination is 105. We're starting from the word V'chol, which can be fi- found counting up from the wide, about 10 lines. The first word on the line is Ovid, and then we begin. V'chol Hecha dealing with cases of joint responsibility. Now, the case that we're going to discuss is the joint responsibility between the owner of an animal whose animal pushed a different animal into a pit and killed it. So the joint responsibility between the owner of the animal who pushed and the owner of the pit. Now, what's very interesting is that the owner of an animal could have different types of liability depending on whether it's a tam or a muad. If it's a tam, it's only paying half of the damage. If it's a muad, it's paying full. Also, a tam pays migufo from its value, whereas a muad and the balabor is going to pay minualia from his assets. So the joint responsibility here is going to be a little bit complex if you were to say, for example, that they're both responsible, how are we going to divide it? We're certainly not going to have the owner of the animal that was killed double dipping and asking for full damage from the owner of the animal that pushed it and full damage from the owner of the pit. There's going to be some (coughs) dual responsibility allocated. And likewise, if you say they're each half obligated, well, the half of an animal, if he happens to be a tam, is not the same as the half of a pit owner's liability. Now, you may recall <coughs> that earlier in the Masechta on Daflamid Gimel, we encountered interesting cases where two animals damage each other, one of them is a muad, one of them is a tam, and how we do the calculation to cancel out, so to speak, the debt and then pay bemosa nezek shalem what remains should be paid according to their liability. Or likewise, you may recall the Mishnah in the beginning of Meseches Baba Metziah, which we did not yet do in this series, this cycle, but it's there in the Mishnah, first page of Baba Metziah, where you could have two people holding an item and they're both claiming that they own it in its entirety, and there's a concept of yachloku, of dividing it. But what happens if one of them claims the item in its entirety, and the other only claims half of the item, such that they're only arguing about half of the item? How do you go ahead and do the division or 
whatever type of calculation you're going to do when the claims are slightly different. So let's see our Gemara dealing with an animal that was pushed into a pit by a different animal, such that the owner of the animal who pushed and the owner of the pit are the two people that we have to deal with to allocate responsibility and liability for the loss. So the Gemara says, We have a concept that whenever you can't pay from one, you could take the payment from the other. How does that work? An animal pushed a different animal into a pit. The owner of the animal is going to be liable. Balabor, potter, and the owner of the pit is potter. This is the opinion of the Tanakama. And the Tanakama's argument is that the animal never would have fallen into my pit if your animal didn't push it. And that is the opinion of the Tanakama. We, however, follow Rabbi Nosan Omer. Rabbi Nosan says that there is recognized a dual responsibility. The owner of the pit is going to be paying half. The owner of the animal pays half. There's a different price that we Rabnasan Paskin differently. That the owner of the pit is paying three quarters and the owner of the animal pays a quarter. Lokasha, it shouldn't bother you. It depends if the animal is a tam or a muad. If it's a tam, it's only paying half to begin with. So it pays half of its portion. And Rabnasan holds that because you can't collect from the owner of the animal, so you're going to be able to collect the remainder from the owner of the pit. Whereas, if the animal is a muad, so then its owner takes responsibility for a complete half of the damage, and therefore the balabur, the owner of the pit, only pays half. The Gemara wonders exactly how this division of responsibility is being logically assessed. Uvitam maikasavar. How exactly are we understanding the animal's liability? If we're assuming that each of them did the entire damage, just that you can't do double dipping, so we allocate it accordingly, so then they should each pay half. And the fact that he's a tam shouldn't change anything. He should pay half because he's liable for the full thing. And if you hold that really it's a joint damage and they're only liable for half, so so then if you're only liable for half, so the owner of the pit should never go over a half of the damage. 
and the fact that the owner of the animal will only pay half of his half, that's tough. That doesn't change any liability. Just because you can't collect from him doesn't mean you can come to me. Omar Rava, Rava explained, Rabbi Nassim was based on a very telling point. Each of them is totally liable for the entire damage. And if you're wondering, so why don't they each have to pay half? Because the owner of the animal says to the owner of the pit, My joint venture with you, so to speak, in doing damage, didn't help me at all. It's supposed to help me. And because I'm anyway only liable for half, so the fact that I join with you is supposed to give me some sort of benefit, and therefore the half that is obligated because of Tom actually gets reduced because he has a partner. The Gemara continues and says, and there's a different way that you could look at it and also understand Reb Nassim. Not that they're both fully liable and the owner of the animal gets off a little bit because he says, hey, it was supposed to be a partnership. The other approach is, They're both doing half of it, and that's what they're being assessed for. So you're going to wonder, So then what should happen is that the owner of the pit should be capped at half the damage. And the fact that you can't collect more than a quarter from the animal's owner shouldn't hurt the owner of the pit. You told me he's only half liable. Because the owner of the animal that died says to the owner of the pit, I found my animal dead in your pit. The death is attributable to you. So I understand there was dual responsibility. Whatever I can manage to collect from the animal's owner, I'll collect. But if he's a tam, whatever I can't collect from him, I'm going to collect from you. Indeed, in Shulchan Aruch, Simen Taf Yud, Se'if Lamed Beis, this is brought, but with an awareness that there's an added sophistication here, Balashar Mishalem Revia Migufo, the owner of the animal that damaged is going to pay a quarter from its value. And the owner of the pit is going to be paying three portions, three out of four, from his assets. So that even though this is equal in terms of the division according to their liability, and he's going to end up with a quarter if it's a tam, and he's going to end up with three quarters, 
but it's not exactly the same type of payment because the tam is mishalem migufo. Now, there is a step further that we could take this and we'll simply pose it as a question. If one of the litigants isn't able to be collected from because of whatever circumstance, do we have a rule automatically of when I can't collect from one, I collect from the other? Or, intrinsically, it was a dual damage. In the words of the Shochan Aruch and Sif Lamed Zayin, one approach is, According to Halacha, he's liable. The fact that you can't collect from him may not necessarily increase the liability of the other litigant, and that deserves further exploration. Yeshe thank you for joining.